when are we going to start watching movies that are not fun or interesting or good? Do you uh, do you remember the last movie we watched? No, no. Cars 3 was interesting. That does not mean <laughs> it was good. That does not mean it was fun. But once it snatches your attention via the horror that it is, it holds you. It holds you. This, on the other hand, was an interesting and fun movie. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. I, I, don't... Uh, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's really good. This is Cityway Cinema. My name is James. That's America. We watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It... What do you mean you didn't think it was really good? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. You're... Okay. You, you it, enjoyed it more than I did. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I didn't think it was, like, the plot's predictable. It's a children's movie. The, the jokes are mediocre. You laughed so much. There were three really, really good ones. But <laughs> in a movie where there's a joke every 35 seconds, it's a lot. And the three really good ones were three really good ones. Um... We start off our children's movie uh, with a checklist of children's movie staples, like a character-specific logo for your opening. Because we did the Paramount logo, but we did it with rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, was it Paramount? It was Paramount. Okay. It was a Paramount movie. All right. Nickelodeon owns this shit. Okay. Um, I was there. And then we we follow quickly up with that with a Rude Goldberg machine. On the Mushroom Planet with text the size of Manhattan. All to make juice? But it's not juice. It turned out to be coffee. No, it's just mushroom juice. He's trying to make coffee. He being Dr. Robotnik, who, if you remember from Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Or any Sonic video game. I thought you were just talking about Robotnik. No, Robotnik is stuck on the Mushroom Planet, if yes. you recall the end of the first movie. Yes. So, he's on the Mushroom Planet. It's been 243 days, according to him. Not even a full year. And he has made a Rube Goldberg machine to try to... You, you know all those fun YouTube videos where you watch like someone hits a domino and it creates a chain reaction of a million excessive and unnecessary things... Everyone that are mildly knows, amusing. Everyone knows what a Rube Goldberg machine is. Not everyone knows that they're called Rube Goldbergs. And it's Rube Goldberg, not I'm, Rude Goldberg. I'm saying Rube. I heard Rude. I'm not putting diction on Duh my... like dicks, not duh like dicks. What? 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 <laughs> are we okay? I had a stroke just now. <laughs> Alrighty. Anyways, excessive machine to crush beans into juice. That it's immediately spit out by the good Doctor Who, if you had forgotten, is played by Jim Carrey. He's officially lost it. It Oh, yeah. He's got a... He took a rock that he found, and he carved his old buddy Stone's face into it, and he called it Stone. Which is all he called his buddy, so... Which is his name, so, like, that, that works, but... I'm sure he has more of a name than Stone. No, his name is Stone. I mean, that's his last name, but it's like a it's like a nickname. Anyway, I'll look it up. I'll tell you. Um, 
He's trying to make coffee because if we recall from the first movie, he kept sipping on like tiny lattes. Lattes that Stone makes. Agent Stone. Yeah, but he has to have a first name. The last name is always like their agent name. Doesn't have to have a first name. Agent Stone. Is his first name Agent? Randall didn't even get a last name in this movie. He's just Randall. And his first name is Agent. Anyways. This is a children's movie. Fuck you and your fucking character names. Um, Robotnik is trying to get off of the mushroom planet using the blue quill that he stole from Sonic um, to basically generate enough power to summon someone to the mushroom planet so he can jump through a ring and escape. That's his whole plan. It's not a very good plan. No, because he literally goes, we'll see who shows up. Yeah, not a, not a great plan, but he knows that Sonic's power is big enough to be trackable and traceable, so he uses that. Um, my chair is too low. There we go. Um, after... That someone does show up because movie got a movie. Um, uh, unknown bird creatures. Yeah, three unknown warrior guard things um, show up, and one of them has lightsaber nunchucks, which is pretty sick. And uh, can we uh, get, get that? on that, Disney? I was like, can we get on that as canon in uh, Star Wars? Because I'd be down for some lightsaber nunchucks. That seems like a real fun time. A real fun time. Real dangerous, though. <laughs> easy to lop off a limb. Um, real easy. But he uses an another bunch of uh, pulley systems to basically systematically booby trap the three people that walk in. What he is not he, prepared he for. He gives them the Ewok business. What he is not prepared for is... Knuckles. Knuckles! So, which we all we all knew Knuckles was going to be in this movie. It wasn't like a big it wasn't a secret. secret that they were keeping hidden. Unlike when Tails was in the first one. Yeah. Um, but Knuckles walks through the ring, and him and Robotnik very quickly make an alliance to go find Sonic together because they're both looking for Sonic for separate but similar reasons. They both want to destroy him for different reasons. Smash cut to Seattle. Top of a building during a police chase. There we have the Dark Knight. He's the Blue Justice, trademark pending. In what can only be described as a sequence of Batman destroying criminals, but really, 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 really fast. And as a teenager. And not well. Not well. Uh, it's just a, a extremely reckless Sonic stopping a bank heist. Sonic is not good at being he's a He's not hero. very good at it, if we're being honest. But he's the plot is Sonic is a teenager at the time, so he's not. I've seen, he's not supposed to be good at being a hero yet. I've seen other teenage heroes, mainly other mutant creatures called turtles, who seem to do a very nifty job of handling things correctly. Can't wait for the new movie. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <sighs> It's going to be great. Jury's out. It's going to be great. Seth Rogen's doing it. Everything he touches is magic. 
That doesn't mean it's gonna be good. You know what? You're right. He did make sausage party. Yes. <laughs> um, he does stop the bank heist? Question mark. But he also get loses all the money. Yep. Um, and almost, accidentally steals two hundred dollars. Yeah, almost kills so many people. Throws about a dozen pipe bombs out of the car. One into the sewers. Explodes like a whole city block. That's because the water main went off. That's not entirely his fault. He threw the pipe bomb into the water. Well, he threw it in the sewer. He didn't know it was going to blow a main. And uh, we get the classic ice cream gag of, like, this kid's ice cream that he's holding just bloop, falling Plop, over. Plops right off. Um, sometimes, sometimes classic gags are good. This was one of those times. It was pretty funny. Um, and Sonic is a typical teen. He just wants to go... He wants to go real fast and do ha-ha funny. Yeah. He just wants to go do shit. He wants to go explore the world and learn what everything's about. Um, I will say in the first 15 minutes of the movie... Here's a criticism. In the first 15 minutes of the movie, which is rated PG, by the way, they dodge saying the word shit twice... And the movie would have been funnier if they committed to a PG-13 and just said shit twice. Which, now, I'm, I'm curious as a sidebar, who is this movie for? Children. Okay, the movie's for children. And, well, here's, the movie's for millennials to bring their children to. Because millennials are nostalgia obsessed. Right. And they're old enough now that they have kids. So you put a classic character that all the millennials know on a shiny new label, make it for children. They can bring their kids to it. They get to relive the nostalgia and they get to basically brand a whole new generation with the same nostalgia. So you just get to keep passing it on. And that's why we're getting all these, like, reboots and things is because they know millennials are obsessed with nostalgia. And they know millennials have the money right now. Well, eh. Eh. Um, But, like, they're the new parents. They're the new buying power for children. Okay. So if you want to get to the kids, you got to get to the millennials. And how do you get to the millennials? You get to the nostalgia button. And then they just get to rewash the same things and get a whole new generation obsessed with the same shit that they pushed at us. It's too bad the Sonic video games suck balls right now. Um, but so yes, that's who this movie's made for. It's made for children, but it's I wish it was made for adults. It's marketed for millennials. I wish it was made for adults because it would have been ten times funnier if they had just said shit in the movie. I mean, it if this was the eighties, so they could have on a yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. On a PG, PG they could have said yeah. shit. I mean the Goonies is the Goonies is PG, isn't it? I don't, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. The Goonies is PG, and there's... They say, like, slurs. There's a lot that happens in the Goonies. They say, they talk about pissing in the face and all sorts of stuff. It's a it's a wild time in the 80s. Um, but nowadays, you can't exactly do that, so... Yeah, the Goonies is PG. Yeah, the Goonies is PG, and there is a fully visible penis, and they talk about it pissing into someone's face. It's on a statue of David, but still, that would not fly today. Uh, no. Um, no. Okay. All that aside. Um, 
Sonic has been sneaking out to do hero work multiple times, and he's apparently trouble. not supposed to no. because he's supposed to be keeping a low fucking profile. And just like every other fucking stereotypical hero teenager who has powers, they have a really hard time keeping a low profile because they're teenagers. And they got to show off. Um, so we find that out, and then we find out that, I don't remember her name, the wife to Tom. Amy? It, her sister, Rachel, look. whose name I do know, look. Uh, is getting married. The crazy sister from the first movie is getting married, and they're going... Maddie. Maddie, that's was not even on the tip of my tongue. Um, Maddie and Tom are going to Rachel's wedding Yeet. in Hawaii. Yeah. And Sonic uses one of his rings to transport them there. Yeah. Which I don't feel like is a good use of your limited rings. You only have so many, Sonic. You're not getting any more that we know of. And you're going to use it to magic someone to Hawaii. The, the economy on rings in this movie makes no sense. But it didn't make sense in the first movie either. That's because it's, it's one of the hardest things probably to put on film versus the game. Because like in the game, you collect rings. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily throw them to open a portal. You just go through one at the end of the level. Like, at least in, like, the old school Sonic games. I haven't played one in a hot minute. But, um, and you just keep collecting rings. And if you get hit, you drop a few of them. And if you lose all your rings, you die. That's kind of a hard concept to translate into movie form. Especially when we don't really know where the rings come from. But Tails has some and Knuckles has some and everybody and their mother has them. We just don't know where they come from. We don't know how you get more. And to our knowledge, Sonic only has the bag that was given to him by Longclaw. Longclaw, yeah. So. If you have a limited resource, don't use it doing stupid shit. Um... And then Sonic trashes the house for absolutely no reason. Literally no reason. And in, like, no time. They haven't even gone, like, 24 hours. And he has destroyed the house and also used another ring. If we're talking about stupid uses of ring, used another ring to just open a portal to the grocery store so that he can steal some Oreos. He doesn't steal them. He leaves money. But... He also grabs the pack of Oreo Thins. Like, that's a that's a cardinal sin. Of all the things, you open up a ring portal to the cookie aisle and you grab Oreo Thins? You don't grab, like, what is that? Uh, 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 the Abel's Cookies? Those ones are really good. You don't grab fucking Chips Ahoy? I mean, you don't even grab regular stuff. Oreos, double stuff Oreos. You grab Oreo Thins. 
Oh, fuck you, movie. Absolutely not. You can grab the fucking Oreos, baby. And we know the only cash he has on him is $300 and $100 bills, so he grossly overpays for these as well. I also feel like that's also not keeping a low profile, Sonic. No, definitely not. So... Also, just because who I am as a person, watching him just, like, make the entire house a mess was stressing me out to no end. Yeah. Like, I was just watching him unleash foam, and ah, it was stressful. I didn't like it. Um, and then we smash cut to Tails. Surprise. Who is tracking Sonic using Tails Tech. Tails Tech X Machina is, like, the second name for the movie. Yeah, Tails Tech, um, which is just how we'll refer to it, because it's all it is. It's just Tails' as gadgets. Um, also, can we talk about the logistics of Tails? Because it's never made sense to me. How how does Tails... How do his tails spin? It's a video game, don't ask questions. But... It's a video game, it doesn't matter. They're attached to him. yes. So does he have, like, a hole where they rotate, or... Oh, my God. I'm just curious. I, I, I have questions. It's never made sense to me, and now that we're talking about it on the podcast, I'd like to know. I'd like to know the physics of how Tails don't, functions. Don't think about it too hard. I've thought a lot about it in my lifetime, no, James. No. Not even just now. No, no, no. I've thought a lot about Tails. no. And I don't, I've never come up with a good solution as to how he does what he does. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I would like it to make sense. Anyways. Um, Tails ends up stealing a police car. Because of all the vehicles he could have found, he found a police car. Um... And then we smash cut back to Sonic, who is lying in a foam pit that he has created. Oh, yeah. Uh, and his phone is ringing at the bottom of the foam pit. Yep. That phone no longer works. No. I don't know if you've ever been in a foam pit, but... It's just water. I Yeah, it's just water. It's water and bubbles. It's not... It is not... The dry foam you think it might be. It's just not that. It's not how it works. Um, but his phone does work. But logistically, it shouldn't. Um, and the Donut Lord, Tom, is calling him from Hawaii to tell him that they made it to Hawaii. Uh, uh, one of the worst communiques ever of all time, if we're honest. Like, you didn't need to call Sonic. He knows you're there. I think they were doing it, like, that was his ruse to kind of check up on Sonic, is to let him know that they were there, but, like, it's a bad ruse, because Sonic sent you yeah, there. Yeah, Sonic just watched you go. Like, plus, he cleaned up the house, and on the phone conversation that they have, uh, Tom admits, whatever you're up to, I'm sure you could take care of before we get back. Right? And Sonic goes, yeah, of course. I mean, I no, I'm not doing anything. What? You know, and he like he cleaned up the whole living room in about four seconds while the phone rang. It was incredible. I mean, he's Sonic. He's super fast. Um, it's facts. And then we get uh, this whole B 
B-plot of fucking the wedding shit is awful, and I hate it. I'll tell you this. When we get to the reason for it all, and it's so contrived and insane, there's room to bitch about that for sure. I could not, for the life of me, figure out why we were doing the B-plot and cutting to Hawaii so often. I was like, I don't, I don't know how any of this is going to tie together ever. It doesn't make any sense. Like, any... They're not going to do a fight on location in Hawaii. That's too expensive to shoot. They're not going to fucking... They're half the movie spent in Siberia. They're not going to do a thing there. It's just so confusing. And I, it doesn't make any sense why we kept going back to Hawaii. And then it does make sense. And as soon as it makes sense, it immediately doesn't make sense again. I mean, they did set it up. They kind of gave you a teaser like, if Tom, if you ruin my wedding, oh, yeah. I'm going to kill you. So you know at some point Sonic's going to show up and fuck up some shit. Sure. What you do not anticipate is the follow-up to that instance happening. And True. that is a, a t- plot twist I did not see coming, and I was not a fan of. I All I gotta say is, even with that being the reasoning, and like they're actually being for a reason for it in the movies, it sucks, and I hate it all the time in Hawaii. I hate awkward family oh functions God. when I have to go to them in person, and I don't want to watch them in my movie. Um, so, yeah, the whole wedding B-plot. Just not great. Not great. Thumbs down. Could have done without it. Boo hiss. Um, and then Robotnik and Knuckles show up to Sonic's house. They cut the power. They do some poltergeisty shit, which was a solid reference, 10 out of 10 movie. Um... And kind of fuck up Sonic's world, because Sonic is not prepared for Knuckles. No, and in this movie, Knuckles is almost as fast as him, and infinitely stronger. Yeah, can we talk about the fact that suddenly everyone is super speedy, which has never been like a thing? I don't thing? get it. I don't... Like, Tails had super speed, and Knuckles had super speed. I don't and, understand it. And they're all supposed to have their own individual powers, and Sonic's the one that's super fast. That's like his whole... His whole thing. Like, that's the only thing he's really got. I mean, he can kind of, like, turn into, like, a little nuclear powerball, but he, it's only because he's fast that he can do that. So the fact that everyone's fast now is super not cool. Oh, no, that's a, that's a thing. Sonic's fast? Or Knuckles is fast? Yeah. Not quite as fast. Yeah, but like most other characters in the series, Knuckles is shown to be very fast on his feet, being able to run at remarkable near superhuman speeds, though he is still not quite as fast as Sonic, Tails, or Shadow. So, so Tails, Tails is, is fast. faster than Tails is faster than Knuckles, but, but Knuckles is still like beyond Usain Bolt. So fast. Sonic's the fastest, and then there's Tails and Shadow, and then there's Knuckles. Uh, and Shadow rivals Sonic. So Shadow and Sonic, Tails, Tails Knuckles. Yes. Okay. Everybody got that straight? It will not be relevant for the rest of this uh, podcast. Robotnik is not as fast as any of them. Robotnik's slow. He is an old man in Jim Carrey's body. Jim Carrey is also an old man now, but let's not talk about that too much or we're going to get real sad uh, gonna real sigh. fast. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry immediately. Um, I have a question. I have another logistics question <laughs> about the Sonic universe. Okay. 
How do the goggles stay on Robotnik's head? Witchcraft. That's all you got for me? Magnets in his skull. I just keep, I I kept watching him the whole movie because he does move them. They're movable. The power of evil. But they just stay on his forehead. There's no strap. Sticky tape. Alrighty. Um, Egyptian horned snake venom. Alrighty. So. Knuckles and Robotnik arrive. And it's just... Sonic gets rocked in this first interaction with Knuckles. He doesn't know what the fuck he is, who he is. Knuckles would like very much to kill Sonic uh, due to some lore that we're maybe rewriting. I'm not an authority on Sonic lore, so don't, don't come for my neck here. But in this medium, in this movie, the Longclaw tribe fought with the Echidna tribe over possession of the, ma- the Master Emerald for generations. Uh, and therefore, when the last of the Echidnas fought the last of the Longclaws and everyone died... Knuckles lost his father and tribe. Sonic lost his adopted mother and tribe. And therefore, Knuckles is destined to fight, fuck up, destroy Sonic. Right? Right. We're tracking. So, Sonic doesn't really understand how to fight him yet. Just gets his bell rung. Tails shows up in a stolen cop car, and they escape briefly. Uh, and then Knuckles catches up to them because he can run at superhuman speeds and jump far as hell, uh, because he's a super secret agent man. Uh, Knuckles pretty much destroys the cop car that they're escaping in. Uh, Tails drives it off a cliff with Knuckles on it and escapes flying with Sonic. Uh resulting in Knuckles having to punch his way up the mountain. Uh, Robotnik arrives on scene a little bit after that, after this epic chase scene, uh, and forges an alliance with Knuckles, during which there was a... uh, Man. Oh, that's not my notes. I grabbed America's notes. I'm a silly boy. The fucking... The jokes, man. The, the Sometimes in this movie, there are just a handful of jokes that are just super funny. Like, super funny. And a one that they play on pretty regularly is that Knuckles is, like, very tribal. Not very aware of things or Earth customs. And he shouldn't be, because he's come from another planet. This is his first time there. But they just harp on it all the time, and it's really funny. And he just, like, doesn't understand how to communicate with people. For instance, Robotnik gets all his machines down there, and they get in uh, the face of the Echidna. And he threatens the machines, saying that he could destroy them all, uh, only to find that they have lined up next to him on the cliff face to provide stairs. 
And he goes on this whole rant just to go, oh, there's stairs. And then walks up the stairs. And it's just, the delivery is impeccable. It's so funny, so dumb. It's a lot of the good jokes are just silly little dumb jokes that'll make you like grin. It's not really like a super big laugh out loud movie, but it, it's it has its moments for sure. Um, ba, 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 ba. So Tails and Sonic escape and they go to Wade, who is our friendly neighborhood cop buddy from the last movie. Uh, and in his garage, we get a couple of bachelor pad jokes, which are just mediocre. Uh, and we also find that the map that Longclaw gave to Sonic uh, almost a year ago is just now going to sprout a holographic projection. Just like R2-D2. And we wonder why it didn't happen before. But... You know, you kind of just got to roll with what you got. And so, astral projection of the long claw. Uh, and then we just literally, like, cut back to Hawaii for a few minutes to watch James Marsden be bad at volleyball. Uh, is this when he gets bad at volleyball, or is he bad at volleyball later? Oh, yeah, because I said discount Scott Sterling. Ha! It's funny. Uh... He goes back to Hawaii where we're seeing him play volleyball with the groom and his buddies. And it's just a waste. It's just a waste of time and speed and space in the movie. Very, very depressing. Uh, and then we leave Hawaii. You good? Oh, I'm fucking sleepy. We leave Hawaii and go back to the Mean Bean Coffee Shop where Robotnik Knuckles and his minion, Agent Stone, are talking about where Sonic is going now that he's unveiled the message from Longclaw and gone to Siberia to track down the quest for the Emerald. Um, I'm going to restate something that I've talked about before on this channel. Um, If no one knows where... Something is. Don't go looking for it. Because if it's hidden well enough that no one has found it, including yourself up to this point, most times it's not found until the hero goes and finds it to keep it safe. And maybe, maybe if the hero just didn't do that, they would uh, keep everybody safe because they wouldn't leave the bad guys to the treasure, the emerald, Whatever. the freaking crown from Black Adam. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right? If you don't go looking for it, they won't find it. Just leave it alone. It's been there for a very long time for very good reason. Leave it be. Because it, it always happens. Moral of the story, don't go treasure hunting. Literally, though. Um, yes. Then we cut to Siberia. We do cut to Siberia. I also I also have a note that um, 
And I, it came to me a couple times. The fact that Knuckles is just Sasuke from Naruto. Because all he does is sit there and talk about how he needs to restore his tribe and his clan. No matter the cost, and he's going to kill anyone who gets in the way. Knuckles is just Sasuke. Confirmed. The end. Full stop. Um, he might as well be anyway. And before we jump to Siberia, we go back to Hawaii for reasons that we cannot understand. Um, it's the ring, Gambit. Uh, there is the ring. But there's also, nobody asked for this alpha male... Oh, yeah, the machismo bullshit. Subplot, like, of the... Tom is playing on a team basically by himself. The other it's, guys... It's, it's, I called him Discount Scott Sterling. You remember the Scott Sterling memes? No. Oh, okay, I have something to show you after we record the first episode. Um, so, basically, Tom is, yeah, he's playing volleyball as part of a four-man team, but he's alone. He's playing with, like, programmers or whoever. Just dudes who have no business. They're in, like, polos and golf shorts. They have no business doing any sort of volleyball activities. And uh, all of Randall's friends are, like, alpha male. They're athletic douches. Yes. It's kind of the, the vibe that they give off. Uh, and, man, it's just it's a, a bunch of mumbo-jumbo for a few minutes, and then... The the plot is continued as the ring bearer appears for no reason with the rings for the wedding. Which you do not carry around. Right. Out in the open. I don't know if you've ever been a ring bearer in a wedding before. I have. You get that shit, like, not even during dress rehearsal. You get that shit, like... Five minutes before you walk up there. And until then, like, the best man or the uh, maid of, honor, maid of honor, like, keeps track of the rings. Someone, someone who is a whole-ass adult keeps track of the rings. Now, in this instance, we need the plot to happen, so that doesn't happen. Instead, it's a child. There's Rachel's a child daughter. Who, it's a child. I don't know if you've heard me correctly. It's a child who has the rings on a pillow, and so... Mr. Small Town Sheriff over here decides he's going to do a funny ha-ha, and he does a little petty theft, steals one of the rings in order to play a magic trick, and go, oh, what's this behind your ear? Bada-bing, bada-boom, it's the ring. Only his dumb ass confuses the ring Sonic gave him the portal with the wedding band somehow yeah can we also talk about how, we, how up until this point when we've seen these rings they uh look like the sonic rings so they They're don't look donut shaped yeah they don't look like wedding band rings and they don't feel like wedding band rings they feel like they look like donuts they're bigger and rounder so the fact that he a confuses them heresy and then b we get through the whole entire movie and no one notices Uh even when they're holding it 
Wow. Is insane. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um. Back to Siberia. Yeah, there's lots of funny ha-has, and I did write at one point, the writers of this movie need a raise. All writers need a raise. Let's just talk about that, Hollywood. But um, this movie's writers in particular deserve a raise because they have taken a really shitty plot and added some pretty good dialogue in there. there The the dialogue guys are excellent. The plot guys, not so great. That's okay, though. It's got some chuckles. And then everything in Russia happens, and I just write, what is happening? It's a very what is happening sequence. So basically, Tails and Sonic stumble through the Siberian wilderness for a little while, uh, getting covered in snow. They happen upon a, what I can only describe as a tavern? Lodge. I would say like a lodge. It is kind of like a ski lodge, isn't it? But it's like bottom floor is a tavern for sure. So they disguise themselves in like snow gear that someone left outside for reasons, reasons. Uh, but beyond me. And so they get they go in and it's immediately like a horrifying thing there. It's very stereotypical. Ah, Russians are scary and bad. I wrote a note. Is this racist for most of the scene? And then I also wrote a note. Should we care because it's Russia? There's more countries than just Russia in Siberia. But they make it very clear that they are... Well, does most of Siberia speak Russian? Well, probably. I, uh, they make I it very clear that Russia. it's Russia, co- like Russian co- customs yeah, and Russian yeah. language. And I don't know much about Siberia, so I wouldn't be able to testify Actually, it, to that. It might just be Russia. Um, and then the... Uh, Tails uses one of his Tails texts to translate um, Russian badly. It's and bad. Insults the Russians, which Le- leads them to try to throw, t- uh, which leads them to pick a fight, and they tear off their disguises and discover that they're horrifying, weird animals. Which causes the Russians to go burn them. Which yeah, the answer is throw them in the fire. I. Sure. Weird. Very befuddling. Um, and in order to stop them, Tails... Invokes a pavinka. What is an actual pavinka? Alright, I'll look it up. Is that like a real thing? I'll look it up. Tails invokes a panika, which basically means we think that... Pavinka, you goober. I said pavinka. Which basically means that we think Sonic and this other Russian dude are going to fight so that Sonic can get his map back and they don't throw them into the fire. And if they lose, they throw them into the fire. Um, so they all get set up, everybody gets ready to go, and then we find out that it is not a fisticuffs. But rather, because it's a kid's movie, it's a dance battle. And it's relatively dumb. Uh, Pavinka isn't a real word. Got it. So it was, it was made for this movie. Um, Sonic and Tails dance battle the Russians and win. 
And then the Russians are just like, cool, not only are we not going to kill you, but you can just, like, sleep here for the night and we'll feed you a bunch of food and, like, you guys are homies now, I guess. Um, and then, so Sonic and Tails have a touching moment where Sonic finds out that Tails hasn't had any friends. Uh, people made fun of him on his home planet because he had two Tails instead of one. Which also... Fuck y'all for making fun of a child with a disability or a mutation. Fuck y'all. Um, and then Sonic becomes like an older brother type to Tails and like tucks him in, calls him his friend. Tails is happy. They go to sleep and then, uh... I think we'll probably wrap it up with the fact that Sonic wakes up with a Russian woman spooning him. Yeah, that was that was a weird a weird little bit. It was a this movie This movie is a It's not great. It has good moments. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good cute kids movie. Um but yeah, we will stop there for right now cuz I'm about halfway through my notes. And then, yeah, we will see you, hear you, listen to you. What? Next time. <laughs>